Welcome to Local SEO Today. On this podcast, John Vong interviews business professionals and entrepreneurs in many fields to uncover challenges and successes in business ownership. Our goal is to provide you with insights into the entrepreneurship journey and give you tips and advice from real experience. Brought to you by Local SEO Search based in Toronto, Canada. Thank you for tuning in today. Don't forget to share this episode and subscribe. Joining me today is certified life coach, Lisa Jeffs. She helps emerging and established entrepreneurs supercharge their mindset and bring their vision to life with her life purpose method framework. Thank you for being on the show today, Lisa. Thank you for having me. Glad to be here. So I'm excited to learn a little bit about your your journey to become who you are today. So maybe share with the listeners um, how Lisa started this entrepreneurial journey of yours and maybe even before then your upbringing. Great. Okay. So I'll start by saying, you know, most coaches that I know, and I'm no exception, have a backstory. They have gone through a lot of challenges that have gotten them to the place where they're like, you know what, I want to take what I've learned from this and help other people with it. So, I mean, my life, just to brief it up, started as an adopted child. I was born to a teen mom who was actually also adopted herself, decided to put me up for adoption. Um, I was raised by a wonderful family. Um, but I had a lot of challenges starting really early. I had anxiety, which caused me to be very um, isolated, had a lot of social anxiety, which then led to depression, which led to a lot of um, self coping drugs and alcohol. So the first part of my life was very um, challenging, just going through a lot of stuff I had to process a lot of healing, a lot of trying to manage and for a Heart, not doing a very great job. But um, it's interesting, because when I look back at that time, I always had a very entrepreneurial spirit, even through all those challenges, I started working at 11, I had my first job, I did a, I was a courier, a newspaper courier. And I remember convincing the guy to hire me because he said, you have to be 12. I said, but I'm really mature, 11 year old, I can do this. And he gave me the job. Um, And then I did that for a while. And then I became a teenager and said, okay, this is, I'm moving forward, (laughs) started working for my parents' company. Um, And then once it started hitting like my older teens, getting out of high school, um, my dad got sick. So it was that very ending part of high school when a lot of kids were going off to college and doing their thing. Um, And I was processing the passing of my father. He ended up passing away. So that pivotal part um, was really challenging for me. And I actually ended up going into the adult entertainment industry. Um, And if anyone is familiar with that industry, it, it can be a very almost dark and like a, almost kind of like a black hole. You can get really lost. You can lose yourself within that. Um, so I was in there for about four years until I ended up getting pregnant with my daughter, who's 16 now. And that was like the, the light bulb moment. That was the moment where it was, okay, you're either going to go down this, continue into this black hole and God knows where you're going to come out. 
or you're going to make a change, a drastic change and be the mother that you want to be for your child. So within that time period of getting pregnant, I made a drastic change. I got out of the industry, actually got a job at Tim Hortons when I was pregnant with my child. Um, and when she was about 16 months, I enrolled into college, into child and youth worker, because I really had a passion to help teens and youth with what I had gone through. Um, then I went directly into university to get my degree in that. And then I started into the school board. And that was great until it wasn't great anymore. And I realized that I really enjoyed helping people, but I didn't want to help people in a way that I didn't have autonomy because you don't have autonomy when you're working under a certain, like, this is how you have to help these people and you can't really innovate. <laughs> so what happened was I'm like, okay, it's time for me to step out on my own. Like I've always had that entrepreneurial spirit. This is not meeting my values. I'm not feeling like I am um, autonomous and I wasn't. And that's when I started to kind of dabble in, well, what would I want to do? What do I want to do? What am I good at? What do I know? I like to help people, but how am I, how do I, am I going to turn that into a business? Right. Um, and it, it's very interesting how coaching came about because it was almost me following those internal nudges, like really just kind of listening to my intuition and following. I don't, I'm not even sure how I got introduced to coaching, but I, I had a coach when I was in that tradition, that transition from working in the school board to starting my own business. I found a, a life coach online. And I really resonated with her energy. I was like, this woman just feels right. Let me contact her. And I had my first call with her. And I was like, this woman is going to help me during this transition. She's exactly what I need. Um, I feel like I'm on a tangent. Is, am I answering the question? No, no, this is perfect. I, I love this. <laughs> so I worked with her and she helped me under, um, get clarity on you know, what it is like to be a coach. And I really liked helping people at that time with health and fitness. I had always been interested in health and fitness ever since I watched, I don't know if you, you, you probably have seen it, Terminator 2, where, where that, that scene where she, I forget her name, but she's uh, in her cell and she's literally doing pull-ups. Do you, do you know how to, what I'm talking about? Do you I remember? don't recall the scene, but I remember Terminator 2, yes. Where, so I was so inspired by her. I wish I could remember her name, but I was so inspired by her. So I had always been interested in bodybuilding and working out. I'm like, this is perfect to help people with. Um, and I got into it and it was took about a year to realize, you know what? This is not feeling aligned. This is starting to feel more like a job and not to say that, you know, a job is a bad thing. But for me, it started to feel very trapped and contained, like I couldn't really help people with what I wanted to help with. Um, and so as I kind of just started to listen to my intuition again, and tune out the noise from other people, because even with entrepreneurship, I think you have to be so careful not to lose yourself within 
the work that you're creating because it's very easy to start listening to outside sources and view them as being more successful as you. So they know better than you. And it's like, no, nobody knows you better than you. So as I started to kind of shed those shoulds, what I should be doing, what makes sense in coaching field and yada, 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 I really started just kind of coming into my own and I found this powerful part of me that works really well with like A-type entrepreneurs that also have a little bit of a spiritual edge and want to combine both, I like to call it like the, the science and the spirit into creating their business and really focusing on helping the entrepreneurs that I work with are very aligned with purpose. They believe that they all have a purpose that they're aligned to create in this lifetime. So through all my own self-discovery, it was, it got me to a place where that's what I'm doing now is really helping these entrepreneurs self-discover who they are and the work that they want to do. And when I shed all the shoulds, everything just started to align and it became a lot easier. (laughs) No, this is interesting. So I just want to thank you for sharing that. And I know it was probably tough for you to be vulnerable in different stages of your life. I know it's hard to share with people what you had to go through, adoption to different career aspirations and Mm -hmm. having a child at such a young age. Um, During that shift of Mm -hmm. all these different careers, you mentioned you only reached out to that mentor or coach near the pivotal time of you working in the public system to then creating your entrepreneurial business. Mm-hmm. But throughout that journey, were there other people that inspired you to kind of open up um, to try something different? Um, you know what I mean? Like bring the yeah. most out of you because it, it must have been challenging losing your dad. And then how, how was your mom? Did you have other influences like peers, friends, family, um, other employers, employees, like people, colleagues, acquaintances that supported you with whatever you wanted to do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and there wasn't a lot of support. I will say that I've had a very isolated life, mostly from my own doing, right? Me isolating. But I I will always remember this one person. This was actually in high school. And I had gotten kicked out of my previous high school because I just didn't enjoy it and I didn't show up. So they kicked me out. Um, But they, they, I guess they uh, appointed me an attendance officer. So this is somebody that is, uh, puts you into, finds you a new school. Basically, that's what their job is. And all I remember with this, this guy, from my experience, was he really listened to what I wanted as a 15-year-old. He really took into account what was meaningful for me. So at that time, what was meaningful for me was doing hair. I wanted to do hair and makeup. That's what I wanted when I was 15. And I just remember him being so, um, what's the word? He listened to me. He just like heard what I was saying. He didn't discount because I was a kid. He didn't 
put on a front like he knew what was better for me than me. And he actually ended up finding me a high school that had a program which teaches kids how to do hair, like in a professional setting. You actually can leave that high school with a certificate of, of hairdressing. I didn't continue on with that. But I will never forget him to this day how meaningful it was to have someone fully listen to you, not talk over you, be present with you and do what, what listen to you and what you believe is best for you, not to overpower that. So I've always taken that with me into my, my profession now of how meaningful that is when someone is just present with you and listens and you can feel that their energy is with you. And, and I think as a parent now, it's even more vital, right? To make yeah. sure that you harvest these values and traits so that they become, you know, their own self, right? To bring yes. the most out of people. So as you mature, as you become more wise in every aspect of life, you have different perspective because you bring a different perspective to, to all the people that you touch and help, mm -hmm. but now you can share it with your life experience. So I love that you're sharing this with the audience members. Um, yes. So now I, I just want to peel back in terms of how did you come about starting this aspect of your business and what made you want to do, you know, life coaching and this kind of purpose-based coach versus all the other different types of coaching out there? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, it did kind of happen organically through mainly through just learning what I didn't want to do, what I didn't enjoy. So for instance, the, the health coaching, you know, I enjoyed it until I didn't. And then I started getting into a lot of mindset work. And I still do a lot of mindset work with my clients, but it was more focused on that. And then it got to the place where I, I think it was when I really started tuning into the purpose work was when I started noticing a shift in my own self and what it felt like to really be doing what I believe is my purpose work and how that shifted, how I viewed the world and how it actually business became easier. Like I would sign on clients easier when I, when I really believed, okay, this is what I meant to be doing. Um, so the money was easier to make and I enjoyed the work more and when I have, let's say, because I do sales calls, so people book like a call on my website, a discovery call, when I would talk about purpose to certain people that would call, like they would light, their energy would just light up. Like they would be like, yes, purpose, this is me, like this is what I need. And my energy would then light up. And I'm like, oh my God, like we can do magic together. <laughs> so it was this feeling of just being in total alignment, like it felt right. So, and I'm not saying it's going to always feel right, because there may be a come a time where I'm like, you know what, now it's time to move on to something different. But for now, it just feels like it's just exactly what I meant to do. So I keep doing it. No, that's amazing to hear because clarity in terms of a sense of different stages of your life, of course, career aspirations and entrepreneurial journey takes you in different directions. Mm -hmm. And um, knowing that you've gone through quite a bit growing up to now making an impact with people that you can actually give 
different purpose in, right? Like helping yeah. them achieve whatever they want to pursue and achieve, but guiding them in a direction that they find that you're actually there, present, listening, um, mm-hmm. caring, you know, intentful. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's great to hear because I, I read a ton. I watch yeah. a ton. I'm a part of a lot of communities. And the, the key component is making sure that you're, you're aligning yourself with someone that you respect that mm-hmm. is out for the same interests as you. And yes. that alignment is so key. Um, mm-hmm. So finding that right person for wh- whoever mm-hmm. you want to become and being a coach, and that's more important than ever because you're going to be as vulnerable as possible. And you mm-hmm. need to ensure that not just privacy, but also they get you. Yes. Yeah. I can't. Yeah, exactly what you said. It's so important to align with the the right person. Um, I've had a lot of coaches that I've worked with and they're all great coaches, but they weren't all really in alignment with me. Right. And I found that when I started almost they were like coaches, mentors, teachers as well. And when I started following some of them, what they're teaching and what they were mentoring me with, it, it did lead me kind of down a, a path where it's like, this isn't feeling in alignment. This is feeling harder than it needs to. I'm not enjoying it as much. So it really is finding someone which is like a, like a full body, like you feel it. You're like, yes, this is for me. This, that there's no convincing yourself oh this seems like it's the right fit it makes sense logically <laughs> it's like no I actually feel it all over my body like this is a yes if yeah, that makes sense yeah and there's no doubt and you're not regretting any of the decisions you're making so yes um, I wanted to then pivot to kind of ask you because you've been doing this for many years now mm-hmm. what were some of the challenges that you in, in, faced early stages as opposed to what you're facing today and maybe share with the audience members some of the things that you would have done differently Mm -hmm. and how would you have overcome them um kind of share with the audience some of your perspective on that yeah and again I'm always the type that I take everything as a learning lesson so I, I I'm glad every all the challenges happen because I like to think that I've learned from all of them because they've they've haven't repeated themselves and I always say like if something is not repeating itself in your life then you've learned the lesson and you've moved forward um but for a long period in the beginning of my entrepreneur journey. So when I first started my journey, what was very almost common in the entrepreneur world, and maybe you remember this, it was very that hustle mentality. It was it was a mentality of you work, you you don't sleep, like sleeping is for losers, like you want to sleep, then you don't want it bad enough, right. And all that led to was a a lot of burnt out business owners, and in me included, um, which weren't um, creating the business that they, they wanted. So I fell into that mentality of I got to be working like 12, 14 hour days. Um, and if I if I take time off, then I'm lazy and I, I don't deserve a success. Like it was a very, it was, it was what I saw growing up a lot from my father because he had his own business, but it was picking up this idea that there's only one way to build a business and that's the way. And what I learned from 
over the years was there's actually a lot of ways to build a business. And some people thrive on that, like, let's go hardcore stuff. But there's a lot of people that don't thrive in that. And, and when I started to let go of that guilty feeling of, oh, if I take a day off, then my business is going to crumble. And <laughs> I'm not going to, you know, make any money and all this. When I started to really reprogram that thought process and follow and absorb the mentor, the mentors that were building a business in the way I wanted to build a business, who had similar values to mine, which really value time with family, time on spiritual pursuits, like all, all encompassing business with everything else. Um, then I started to shift and I started to make a lot more money when I was able to create those gaps between work um, and rest and uh, just doing what really fueled, I know this kind of sounds cheesy, but fueled my soul. So if I, if I learned anything, it was you really have to do what's in alignment for you and realize there's so many different paths you can take to create success. And if something is not aligning with you and, and you're hearing something and it's, you're like, that's not going to work for me, then just leave it. it. You're not supposed to align with every single thing. And success is different for each individual. And yeah. there's a lot of people who put a lot of emphasis on dollar figure, revenue, sales, profit. Mm -hmm. But lifestyle is a huge consideration, especially if you have a family, if you are new to the country, if you have, yeah. you know, different aspirations and pursuits, right? Bigger impact, different purpose, right? Mm -hmm. Understand what you want. And I, I love hearing that. Yes, it's not just working crazy hours. Mm -hmm. A lot of people spin their wheels, right? Like, yes, I yeah. spent a lot of hours early. Um, in my pursuit in entrepreneurship as well. But it's because I didn't know how to run a business. I had mm -hmm. to learn it. But I always trying to increase my skill and knowledge and level of expertise, right? Mm -hmm. So depending on what you're in, in terms of this new business, it takes time, right? Like yeah. you can't figure it out in three months, six months, or a year. It takes mm -hmm. multiple years. It, may, it takes a lot of failures. It takes a lot yeah. of, you know, ebbs and flows, um, you know, just that's a part of the journey, right? Of entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. Totally. So in terms of uh, this coaching, I wanted to ask you, were there people out there in the world of coaching that you kind of resonated with to want to mm -hmm. be like them? Because just like in, in that Terminator movie, you wanted to be like that girl, right? Yeah. Was there in the coaching world someone that really, really made you want to be like, I can see myself be like them in X amount of years. Yeah, there was people when I first started, um, like people like Lisa Nichols. Um, I'm going blank with names here, but if you're familiar with Lisa Nichols, she's very like, <laughs> she just, yeah, she just brings so much heart and integrity into the work she's doing. And she has very high standard of excellence, right? So I really looked at that, not to say that I wanted to have exactly what she has, but I saw it in a sense of, that's the type of business I wanna create. One that has very high integrity, 
one that is putting the needs of the client and the needs of myself and, and taking into account all these things that are really like a heart centered business, right? In business model. That's what I looked up to. There were coaches that I put on a pedestal at the very beginning. Um, and I say now, like, take everyone off the pedestal, like nobody should be on a pedestal. <laughs> but I put them on more for the sake of, oh, they they're driving a really nice car. And they, they have they're on Forbes magazine and all this stuff. And it wasn't until maybe about three or four years ago that I, I started tuning in and being like, you know what, like, being on Forbes magazine would be great. But is that really does that really matter? It I ended up leaving the earth today. Would it really matter if I was on that magazine or not to me? And I was like, not really. So it, it, a lot of it was superficial. That kind of died away. Lisa Nichols is someone I've admired her for my entire journey of entrepreneurship. There are others, but I'm blanking on who they are. Yeah. And that's great that you're sharing this because a lot of people are seeing these influencers on social media, on TV, magazines, radio, whatever, television, and they always want to be like, look, they're driving that nice Bentley or drive, flying everywhere in the world. They're taking nice pictures. And then re realistically, they're just like you and me, right? They're normal people living their own lives and they're just trying to monetize that way, right? Yeah. Um, and so you look at the business side of things and why they're doing certain things, who yeah, they're attracting yeah. and what's the content they're producing. And does it resonate with who you are? Mm -hmm. So figure out what works and what doesn't and do it your way, personalize it, you know, yeah, put yeah. it, make it so that you are different because everyone wants your unique story and everyone has their own story, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's great that you're sharing that. Um, so what's, some are the things that really motivate you today mm -hmm. that you kind of look back that you weren't motivated in early days. Like, because when you're starting, mm -hmm. your goals are different than when yeah. you're now doing it for X amount more years. Mm -hmm. What has changed and what has made you become better, smarter, and more intentful and purposeful? Yeah, I think it's hard. It's hard for me to really go back. I mean, I know in the beginning, a big motivation is for me was being able to leave the school board, like being able to make enough money to leave the school board, uh, because I had went down to part time and I really was like, I got to get out of this place. But not to say that money was the only motivator, like, my top values included in my top values are excellence and integrity. <clears throat> so it's always been a motivation for me to help the clients at a very deep level. Um, I can't do surface level coaching. Like I just, it's, doesn't work for me. Even if a person was going to pay me for surface level, I couldn't do it because I'm so designed to help people at the root of their problem. And that's been a motivation for me for forever to really help individuals clear the root of their challenge to move forward. Um, so I would say that that has never changed. But also what's motivating me now, I would say, 
as opposed to before it was mostly just money. Like I, I wanted to make money to get out of the school board, but now it's more of, I want to create the life, the life design that I want, that, that really feels in alignment with my heart, with my soul. When I envision it, when I visualize it, I'm like, oh my gosh, I am here. This feels so good. This feels right. So it's really more of a motivation to keep creating this life that feels like it's the next step in my journey, if that makes sense. And I think a lot of people will understand that early stages of either your career or entrepreneurial journey, money is always a deciding factor, especially when your needs are not met. Yeah. Shelter, food, place to live, family, you know, things yes. that that has to be in place before you pursue other things mm -hmm, mm -hmm. until you have that covered or that bare necessity is in place, then you can pursue excellence. It's in other things that really motivate you, right? Really mm -hmm. you want to do. And a lot of people are always saying purpose first, passion first, but if it doesn't pay the bills, which is your needs, it's very exactly. hard to be in alignment. So a lot of yeah. people tell me, you know, start with a side hustle, do things on the side, which I get too. like work in the mm -hmm. evenings, weekends, do things to ramp up your business so that you're ready. So when mm -hmm. you leave your full time employment, you have enough stability to sustain yourself. Right. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. that's the biggest thing, because if you set yourself back, you're going to go backwards. Yes. In your pursuit. And then that stress, mental health, mental stress. It's like a, a rippling yeah. effect, right? So yes, it's just understanding where you're at and even entrepreneurship, mm -hmm. timing more than anything. Mm -hmm. If you're not ready at that specific time, that yeah. you're a new mom or dad, Mm -hmm. your, your time is not on entrepreneurship. It should yeah. be on family, right? So mm -hmm. give it time, figure that out. And yes, it's a long life that you have. So there's no need to rush it. That one yeah. idea that you have that's everyone thinks it's going to make them billions of dollars. Mm -hmm. Well, there's going to be ideas every month. Yeah. <laughs> Once you become an entrepreneur, there's, there's going to be so many different opportunities. For so me. many, so many. Yeah. <laughs> So it's fun to, you know, talk to an entrepreneur just like yourself, because you get it. You talk to so many people, mm -hmm. you understand what really is the root. And that's what really helps people have clarity in terms of where they want to achieve success, right? Mm -hmm. Driving you today, then, like, what is the biggest passion for you to continue doing what you do? Is it family? Is it you're doing it because of your daughter or son? And, or is it more about like you finding something that really, you know, you're happy, you're, you're joyful mm -hmm. doing, waking up every day, helping others? Yeah, it, it's, it's more of, I always think about, you know, if when I'm like 80, 90 years old, right? And I'm outside on my porch and I'm like thinking about, my life and my career it's for me it's always the driver is helping individuals with what I know I'm here to help them with like my, with my natural gifts so for me it's very I'm very purpose-driven I'm like there, there's no thought of me ever retiring I don't ever want to retire the thought of me not being able to produce and help and, and create 
forget it. Like, I don't want to be here if I can't do that. So yes, my, my family is also very important. It's my top value, but at that like real core for me, it is, is, am I living my purpose right now? And if I'm not, if I feel like I'm not, I feel off, like something feels off to me. Yeah. If that makes sense. <laughs> oh, totally, totally. So yeah. tell me a little bit about your community. Tell me about a little bit about your ideal type of client, because I would love to have the listeners understand, like if they needed some advice and seek some coaching, yeah. how can you help them? Yeah. So the, the type of client that I've been working with for about the past three, two or three years that have really been coming to me and attracted to my work. Again, it, like I said, it's very type A personality. So very ambitious, driven entrepreneur that almost has trouble turning off. Right. And they typically come to me when they they do feel out of alignment. So it's really helping them to align with the work that they're designed to do. So one of my gifts, I like to call it is being able to see what's in alignment for you work wise, or what's not in alignment, because a lot of people get trapped in this idea of, like, this is what's going to create more success for me, like more no notoration or more financial success, but it's not really what they want to be doing. So a lot of times there's a limiting belief system of, oh, I really want to do this, but I can't make any money doing that. So I'm going to do this. And then I maybe do this on the side just for fun. And what I really like to show them is you can create a business doing anything you want, right? If you're solving a problem, if you're giving some, a person a desire that they have, you can make a money doing it. So it's really helping these very highly driven entrepreneurs align with their purpose and release all the stuff that has been keeping them almost, it's, it's kind of like when I envision it, it's like on a, a person on a train that's going like a gazillion miles an hour and it's very hard for them to like get off and slow down. So a lot of the work we do is helping them align to their work purpose, but also their deeper soul purpose of, okay, what's going to make not only your business fulfilling, but what's going to nourish you on all levels, family, um, spiritual aspects, whatever it is, things that you want to do on the side, creative ventures, if that makes sense. It's a, it's a very specific type of person I typically work with. It's the, oh. the people that almost have trouble getting help from others because a lot of people don't understand them. <laughs> They're usually the helper. No, that, that makes a lot of sense because a lot of a personality type of people, they're afraid to open up. No one gets them because they're so driven that yeah. no one can read their mind. So I get where you're coming from. So how can some of the listeners get in touch with you, visit your website? Do you have social handles? If you don't mind sharing that. Yeah. So my website is always up. You can always contact me on my website, lisajeffs.com. Instagram is my most active social platform. So that's at Lisa underscore Jeffs. I'm also on LinkedIn um, and Facebook, but if you're going to visit me on anyone, it's, it's Instagram. Perfect. Well, all that will be in the show notes. Perfect. I really want to thank you for your time, Lisa, for sharing some great insight and sharing the journey that you were so, um, you know, vulnerable. You, you basically laid it all out there. And that's what I love about podcasting and videos and getting mm -hmm. to know good humans out there. 
Um, this is what entrepreneurship is about, right? Letting yourself, people see the true you, right? And they yeah. either like you or not, and yeah. either resonate or not, but that's okay. you. And that's where I wanted to showcase. So thanks a lot, Lisa. And it's yeah. been a pleasure speaking to you. Awesome. I enjoyed it. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to our latest podcast. Please subscribe to Local SEO Today and tune in to our next episode.